Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm thrilled to be here with you. So much to cover today, and yet I have no clue what it is, but I can feel it coming up. So as of late, I have been diving into personality more. Um, Personality is such a great way to understand the people around us so that we can be more compassionate and understanding and supportive um, of them. And understanding being a big component because a lot of times it's for lack of understanding that we end up at odds with people and in resistance. And understanding is so powerful. If I understand why someone's doing something, I am so much less likely to take it personally. However, let me add to that. The more I love myself unconditionally, the less likely I also am to take things personally because I know, I know what's important. I know what is real and I can see through the rest and loving myself unconditionally gives me the um, aperture, if you will, the vision to be able to see if something is on point or if it's coming in sideways on point being that, yes, they hit a mark and yes, I have something to work on or no, this is definitely a sideways thing because (laughs) I have no clue. Um, Now, sometimes our ignorance is the clue. Our ignorance is like the um, time to start looking within. But other times we can just see the pain of the other person. This isn't being shared for the purpose of um, assisting us in our growth. It's being shared to alleviate someone else's pain. And in those cases, it's usually not on the mark. So personnel is phenomenal. And the tool I like to use is the Enneagram. And the book I like to use is Wisdom of the Enneagram. And I've talked about this before um, some time ago. You could probably look it up. Um, It's the Wisdom of the Enneagram. And it's the complete guide to psychological and spiritual growth for all the nine personality types. And the authors are Don Riso, Don Richard Riso, and Russ Hudson. Those are the two um, authors. This book could be a textbook. It is phenomenal. It is just so deep um, into all of it. And the only thing I feel is lacking in this book is like how one type, and it doesn't have to be any type, but how a person can assist or help or understand better um, the needs of the other types. Like that's the only thing missing to me is that I'm not, you know, I'm a two. And if someone's a nine or a three or a six or whatever, I'd like to know how to best relate to them. And that's not like spelled out like other stuff is in this book. Um, like how I could support them or how, um, you know, what their needs are. Like, cause every type has a different need. I believe my need is to be loved. Let's see. I'm going to look it up really quick because I want to be on point here. There's the nine passions. Um, 
the, the desire of the two. Let's see. Basic desi desires, the basic fears, unconscious childhood messages. So the basic desire of the two is the desire to be loved. And it deteriorates into the need to be needed. All right. And then Bella or Fifi is a seven. The desire to be happy deteriorates into frenetic escapism. Um, I have a friend who's a nine. The desire to be at peace deteriorates into stubborn neglectfulness. So this is pretty basic stuff. But when we're unaware of our own patterns and our own habits and we um, will repeat them again and again and again. Now, additionally, we think everyone's like us. <laughs> and only people of your personality type are like you. So that's very interesting. So I am a helper, but then I might resent other people for not being helpful. But guess what? They're not helpers, so they're not going to be helpful. Um, or maybe they will, but it's not for the same reason that I do it. And when I recognize that there is a need behind why I do what I do, I can release the need and embrace the fullness of the fact that I already have what I'm looking for. And then my personality becomes merely the clothes I wear. It becomes merely an expression of who I am rather than a trying to get who I am. So very, very cool. And, um, when we recognize this at all levels. So our goal is to become as healthy as possible within this reality. Now, the cool thing is using um, a manual like this can be really helpful because it can tell you explicitly what you healthy looks like and what you unhealthy looks like. For instance, for myself, an unhealthy version of me would be self-justifying and manipulative. Two's fear that they are driving people away, and this may be true. To save their self-image, they rationalize their behavior by seeing others as selfish ingrates. They try to elicit pity as a substitute for love and keep others dependent on them to prevent them from leaving. Do, 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 do. So that would be an unhealthy um, two. And anyway, if I saw myself exhibiting these behaviors... I would be like, holy cow. And I would look up into the average air. I'd look up into healthier airs and see where it is I'm going. I would also create practices around loving myself because that is my issue is loving myself. So um, maybe for a seven, um, it would be finding joy in the present moment because there is a fear of lack of joy. Let's see what a seven is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So sevens, uh, basic desire, where did that go? I saw it here. Basic desire for seven is the desire to be happy, deteriorates into frenetic escapism. So the desire to be happy, to have joy in this present moment, that is, um, yeah. And so ultimately, when we all become healthy, we're all living like in a way that does not take from others but rather um, appreciates and, and sits in this now moment. And that's everything I've been like sharing with you. It's like, how do we get there? How do we do that? <clears throat> and the cool thing is that we do it just by bringing awareness to the aspects of ourselves, which you no longer appreciate, no longer are serving us, um, but not in a way that is like hateful or resistant. We have this opportunity to learn 
Gratitude. Oh, excuse me. More releasing. More releasing. We have this opportunity to have gratitude and appreciation for the programs, for the uh, structures that we built that have supported us to now. And they have supported us or we wouldn't be here. So it's time to appreciate them and release them. And in releasing them, we create a void. And guess what? Where we are currently in our frequency, the void fills to, with that, with that. So old programs can't return unless we're still in the frequency of that old program. So now the new comes in and the new up levels everything. This is amazing because we, we begin to see change happen so fast this way. Releasing the old, blessing it. And allowing the new, which is this new up-leveled version of who we are, to fill the void and fill our lives. It manifests everywhere around us. It is the most beautiful thing. So this is a practice. A practice, a practice, a practice. Now, I would recommend getting this book and reading the chapter. Well, first test yourself and find out what you are. And the tests are on pages like, I think, 16, 17. And... Um, no, it's not. It's fourteen, fifteen, and then on page eighteen, I think is the is the uh, key to tell you what personality you are. I can't recommend it enough because then there's a whole chapter on who you are, and if you got the book and that's all you read, it would be very eye opening to see where you're at and where you're going, and even to just know you're going there. And let me tell you, it takes years to go through this process. It doesn't just happen overnight. You've been in the process of it and you don't even realize it. When you get this book and you read it, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's when I was really low and check out where I am now. It says great, you know, like I'm doing great. You can appreciate what you've been through. You can appreciate exactly where you are headed. I don't understand all this releasing now. Oh my God, I've got my tea. So bizarre. So, um, yeah, there's a lot going on and we deserve to take ownership of our journey. All right. Take ownership of your journey. Appreciate and gratitude for yourself. Appreciation and gratitude. And, um, and just embrace, embrace that. It's not about your career. It's not about your relationships. It's about the process of your journey. <laughs> and we, okay. What I do is I know this is all about this journey and coming into relationship with source energy. And I know that everything around me is merely a manifestation of who and what I am. So if I make the, the thing that's important, my relationship with God's source energy, and that's where I'm working on, then I can honor that as I'm more fully present in that relationship, my life is so much more lovely, so much more uh, the truth of who I am. I just absolutely love this. It is so much fun. And I don't judge anymore my environment. I am inspired to do my environment. I'm inspired to not do my environment. And I just let that be. And things get done and things happen. And as much as I would love more order, I love order. 
I'm learning through the little bits of chaos in my life, I'm learning as much or more. And so I'm appreciating that. And uh, it's just, life is good. Life is really good. If you're going through a hard time, go within and find a place that you can nurture within you. This is the critical, critical time for this. Nurturing the, the you within. It's like we have a habit of going outside. We have a habit of looking for exterior solutions to us when all the solutions lie within us, all of them. And they're full and beautiful and lovely. And when we follow those and when we take the initiative and give ourselves the support we need to follow through with those, the rewards are massive. They are so massive. And we wonder, why did I wait so long? How have I been so incapacitated that I could not do that for myself? You know, but taking ownership of your personality is a great way to see where you get in your own way. You know, where do you get in your own way? I get in my own way by not caring for myself and putting expectations on others that they're supposed to do it. That's how I get in my way. How do you get in your way? And there's so, there's nine different ways of getting in your own way. There's nine different ways. So, um, yeah, I can't recommend this book enough. Um, so the childhood lost messages. Let me read these off really quickly. These are short and simple. The type one, which is the perfectionist, is you are good. That was the lost childhood message. So they spend their whole lives attempting to um, salvage that message and find it. So um, they, yep, the lost childhood message, you are good. Type two, lost, the lost childhood message was you are wanted. So you feel unwanted and you do things to relieve that tension. Type three, you are loved for yourself. Wow. Type four, you are seen for who you are. These are lost childhood messages. Type five, your needs are not a problem. Your needs are not a problem. That's a lost childhood message. Type six, you are safe. So type six obviously feels very unsafe, you know, lost childhood message. So type seven, you will be taken care of is the lost childhood message. So type sevens believe they won't be taken care of and they have to do it on their own. Type eight, you will not be betrayed. Wow. And type eight is believing that they will be betrayed. Well, that's tough. Type nine, your presence matters. Your presence matters. Wow. So if you heard your little message in there and you felt very strongly about it and you're like, whoa, you know, like, it might be a good idea to grab this book. <clears throat> I buy them used off thrift books, but um, because I bought like six or seven copies of these books. But grab yourself one of these books and check it out. It's such a great tool. I found this was a phenomenal tool for me to step further away from the identification of me as me. Because I realized that my body is not who I am. My personality is not who I am. Um, what I do is not who I am. My name is not who I am. How much money I make is not who I am. What I do is not who I am. And what's left? What's left is just the light. The light is who you are. Consciousness of you is who you are. All right. But that is that part that it's, it's important to tap into. And that is what we've been avoiding. 
through all of this external and all of this physical, we've been avoiding who we are. It's just time to get back into it. Time to start loving ourselves more fully. We're sending you much love and hugs. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.